humans crave simplicity. What do I mean by that? Well, let me explain on this episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast. This episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast is brought to you by Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online game retailer. Each week, they have brand new bundles that last for only a limited amount of time. And with Humble Bundle Monthly, for a flat fee each month, you gain access to over $100 worth of games for only $13. A game I received was Soul Calibur 6, which normally retails at nearly $60. And I got it and several other highly rated games for the low price of $13. If you love games as much as I do, do yourself a favor and get Humble Bundle Monthly using the link down in the description or by using the link on our website. Not only will you be getting amazing games for yourself, you'll also be able to support the podcast. Back to the show. If you spend any amount of time on YouTube, you've probably no doubt seen those uh, videos of man builds a cabin in the woods or man builds a hut out of mud and sticks and he builds a bow and he builds containers and pots and clay and everything in between. And no doubt it's a single dude with a single camera, probably not speaking at all, showing you how to make something. They're extremely popular on YouTube. They can range in the millions of views per video. And you might sit there and go, well, why is that? Well, yes, there is something to say about learning to do something that you don't know how to do. But I think it also comes down to one major fact. And my thesis statement for this podcast, humans crave simplicity. Humans crave a restart. Humans crave something that is simple to understand. Now, understanding how to live in ye olden times and Stone Age technology, not simple. But you know what is simple? The fact that there's no social media. The fact that there's no social anything. It goes back to setting up humans to be in small tribes and communities. Humans, for a very long time, didn't live in huge, vast cities. And even when they did, they were sectioned off. There were quarters, there was different parts of town, and you knew everyone. You walked down to the well, you got water, you went to the same shops that everyone else did. Yeah, gossip was rampant, but you also knew everyone. You actually knew who lived next to you because, hey, you might be in the militia together. You might be called upon to defend the city or whatnot. Thinking of ancient like Babylonian, Egyptian, uh, different cities like that. And you might know those people. You might not. You might actually know them. Heck, I mean, in smaller cities, you might actually be related to them. But you often see people often walk around saying, oh, I was born in the wrong generation, or man, I just love this setting, 
Or, you know, you find those ambiance channels that on YouTube that have, like, tavern music or rainy day in a Victorian-era house. And you're like, all right, why is this popular? And then you listen to it and you go, all right, I can understand. I personally have been falling asleep to tavern sounds. So just a roaring fire, glasses clinking every so often, some like ma- some like muffled conversations that aren't actually you can't hear them but you know that they're happening. Like when you listen to somebody through really thick walls, you know they're talking. You don't know what they're saying, but you feel and you feel their voice basically. So I've been listening to that lately, and it's comforting. It's relaxing. And why is that? Well, there's that ASMR quality of it. Sure, absolutely. But there's also the set fact that it's simple. It's something that I don't have an experience with in this current modern era. Yeah, we live in very comfortable times. And if you ever go into the YouTube comments, you'll see someone going, man, I just wish I could live in this time period. You know, have a simple life being a, you know, a log splitter, a gardener, a farmer. I don't know. Pick one. You know, go to the tavern, have a couple, and then go home to, you know, wife and kids or whatnot. And inevitably, you'll see somebody in the comments going, um, actually, you'd hate that because we have it much better. We live in a completely different era in which we don't have to worry about starving or medicine or dying on the way home because you stubbed your toe and got an infection. And that's 100% correct. It's 100% correct, but it's also 100% wrong. Yeah, that's true. We live in a very comfortable era and we don't know how good we have it. But also, humans crave that simple life. We have been a... We're, we're, we're mammals. At the end of the day, humans are mammals. And mammals, they are different when they're domesticated. I mean, look at wolves and dogs. Look at lions and cats. Domestication changes people. Changes animals. And we are animals. Domestication, it changes us. There's that primal urge to go hunt, to gather our own stuff, to create something with our own hands, to be recognized as something more than just a paper pusher, a desk jockey, someone who answers telephones, somebody who asks someone if they'd like paper or plastic bags. We desire so much more out of life. Yes, we work fewer hours in our daily lives than some of our ancestors worked, you know, monthly. We work so fewer hours. But there's so many more expectations on us. Social expectations. We no longer work 10 minutes from where we live. We have to go commute. When people go, oh, you work a nine-to-five job, they don't stop and think, you don't teleport to work and back. They don't, they don't account for maybe you got half an hour each way of commute time with traffic or half an hour without traffic, and then you add traffic on top of it. They don't actually calculate that. Like, my job, it's eight and a half hours. Half an hour commute there, half an hour commute back. 
So by the time I am done, it's nine and a half hours. That's not a long time, but it also kind of is. You know, getting up at four in the morning to be somewhere by six so I can get up, get shaved, get showered, get dressed, pack whatever lunch I need, whatever supplies I need for the day, and go to work. I'm there, you know, 10 minutes before I have to start. So maybe I'm not rushing to get coffee or whatnot. Great. I got up at four and I get home at three. That's a long time. That is also part of the work time. Yeah, you worked nine to five and you left it at 8.30. But what time did you get up in the morning to be out the door by 8.30? What time? Let's add that into account. We didn't have to always do that. We didn't have to. We used to live, you know, five minutes from where you were. Yeah, you wore the same clothes to work every day because you didn't bathe. But there was something simple about that. People knew you by the work of your hands. Maybe you were a blacksmith. People would know your work by how it was done. Or they could hear you banging up the metal. They knew you were hard at work. Most people can't define what they do. If I were to try to explain my job to somebody right now, I actually don't know that I could. Because it is so faceted and nuanced, it's easier to say, I just correct mistakes all day. And that's sad. When something that I do, at the minimum of actual work time for 40 hours a week, I can't explain what I do. I can't explain it to somebody now, let alone explain it to a caveman, or explain it to any one of my ancestors at all. So I turn on YouTube videos and see like, oh, you know, how to build a hut out of mud and reeds. And it's calming, it's relaxing, because it's simple. There's nothing out there. Yeah, typically this guy has a camera, but there's no one else out there. It's just him, his thoughts, the animals around him, and nature. That's it. There's not the constant buzzing of the phone. There's not the constant noise pollution of... The news, the radio, cars, traffic, anything. It's just nature. And you may say, well, just turn your cell phone off. Yeah, that works. But now you've completely disconnected yourself. My argument is that people like simplicity, but like to be connected. Yeah, in old times, medieval era, ancient times... You didn't know if another city was sacked at all. If the people you knew there still were living at all. Or if the city was destroyed overnight by a meteor or an act of God. You didn't know. But they weren't connected to you. You were connected to the people around you. It goes back to what I said about last uh, the last podcast about community. Simplicity. You built a community around those people that were around you because 
in ancient times or medieval times or pretty much any time before the era of telephone or anything, people that were outside of your daily travel distance or your monthly travel distance or whatever you want to calculate it by, they didn't really equate into your life. Nowadays, what somebody does now, it absolutely does. You know, yeah, I can turn off my phone and not acknowledge Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever. But now I've basically disconnected myself from the universe. Yeah, if me and my family and my house all did that, we would be better off. Agreed. 100%. You know, having an actual conversation, and I'm not saying we don't, to be very unclear, but... You've disconnected yourself from the world and isolation. That's not what humans crave. We crave simplicity and connection. A simple connection between people that you see every day. People have habits. You know, it's like when you go to lunch at the same time and you go to the same place every Friday. You eventually start to know the people around you. You start to recognize the person who gives you your to-go order, or you recognize the driver who brings it to you, or you recognize dot, dot, dot. Maybe. Maybe you do. In olden times, you absolutely would. You'd know at this time of day, at this day, you go into the local tavern or whatever, and someone would be there that you knew. Everyone that you knew was there. Everyone. It was a social gathering place. Because, well, simplicity's sake, everybody has to drink. Everybody has to eat. That's where you met everybody you knew. That's where you met people that were new. Maybe they were traveling. You met somebody new who could tell you a story of a long-off place. Nowadays, you just look at Twitter and go... Terrible, 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 terrible. Wow, why am I here? What am I doing? What is the point of any of this? Working from home has been this kind of enlightenment for me. Because I realized how much time I wasted doing stuff at work not related to work. And by me that I mean like commute time. I would go in and commute and it would be a waste of my time. Uh, you know, getting dressed early in the morning, getting up at four in the morning to be work by six, it's a waste of time. Yes, I have to get dressed for work. Yes, I have to shower. But at the same time, it's a waste of time. It is a waste of effort to do something that I can do from home. It's simpler to be at home, get work done, and be done. And just... Get up and leave. Not everyone has that option. I understand. But simplicity's sake. Do things for simplicity's sake. We, 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 we have this urge for simplicity. We want stuff to be simple. We want to be able to get off work, go home, and know exactly what's going to happen. We crave that. We want that... We all have that intense desire, probably somewhere buried deep beneath our cold, dead hearts, of just not having to deal with anything outside of a 10-mile radius. 
and not having to worry about people on the other side of the planet doing some psychopathic garbage or someone a thousand miles away saying something inflammatory on Twitter. And now that's what we get to hear about for the next week and a half. We crave the simple life. That's why so many like reality shows are like, hey, we put these people on an island. Or, hey, I remember there was one where they had to go back and like, uh, colonists, like, um, uh, colony times. I don't know the technical term. They had to like build a log cabin and survive and grow wheat and survive the winter. And it was pseudo popular. But why? Why was it popular? We all have that desire to build something new. To build, to be built into, to create and see things created. To create with our own hands in some form or another. To do something that it's tough, but it made us who we are. If you put people nowadays into a life or death situation like survivalist camp, people would thrive, I think. Yeah, some people would fail, but I think a large chunk would thrive. If you gave them the tools necessary, the information necessary on how to survive, people would. Humans are built for overcoming adversity. Humans are built for that. We adapt, we think, we create. And we've created a result, or we've created a situation and we find ourselves in, in which we don't get to or have to do that anymore. We don't have to create anything anymore. Everything is created for us. We don't have to think of problem solving because there's really no problems we really have to solve. Some people have to solve some cataclysmic things like vaccines for viruses and how to solve sicknesses. But for the grand majority of us, we don't really have problems to solve in our lives. The only problems we have is we never seem to have enough time, energy, or the drive to do stuff. And that's because we've basically domesticated ourselves. We've given ourselves everything we could possibly need and want, so we no longer have the need to create something new, to think and solve a problem. It's gone. We're done with that. We don't have to worry about it because, well, it's already done for us. And it's weird. We all have this instilled nature. We want to do this. We want to create. We want to problem solve. We want simplicity, but we don't have the ability to obtain it. Yeah, we could probably move to the middle of nowhere, but it requires almost getting a group of people to do that. And then it sounds like you're starting a cult. It's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Like, how do you make things simple? And it's something that I've adopted, like, in, like, in, it sounds weird, I've adopted simplicity's sake and something that only a 21st century person would understand, but I've adopted a, a, a principle of simplicity on my streams on Twitch. I don't do any fancy game stuff. I hang out with friends. Nine times out of ten, one of us is probably drinking. 
We're having fun. We're laughing. We're teasing each other. But at the end of the day, we're friends. We love each other. We would we miss the company of each other when the other people aren't around. It's like playing tavern games in an old tavern. You know? Having fun together. Listening to music. Eating, drinking as it may be. But it's simple. Playing games together. Pictionary. Word games. Puzzles. Playing it together. Playing things together as community... But as friends, it's simple. It's human nature to crave and desire that. And that's a way of obtaining it. It may not look like that for everyone. But what does your simplicity look like? What do you want to do for simplicity's sake? What do you want to do? Let me know down in the comments down below. I think that's where we're going to wrap up because I really can't think of anything else to say about simplicity's sake. I think we all understand it. We all crave something simple. So again, let me know what you think of what your ideal is simplicity down below. And uh, I'll see you on the next episode of the Gaming Control Podcast. Peace. Thanks for tuning into the Gaming and Chill Podcast. We hope you liked it. It would be really helpful if, on your given listening platform, you were to leave a comment and give us a rating. For more on the Gaming and Chill podcast, you can visit our website at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. And from there, you can read anime and game reviews that are not on this podcast. You can also find links to all of our social media where you can follow us. Thank you again for tuning in, and we hope to hear from you soon. Cheers!